Welcome to Medicare for All Explained. This podcast will enlighten our listeners and dispel the distortions that surround Medicare for All. Medicare for All Explained is produced in collaboration with Physicians for a National Health Program and is hosted and produced by Joe Sparks. I'm your host, Joe Sparks. This is episode 98, the reintroduction of Medicare for All bills and why we need Medicare for All. In two days, on Wednesday, May 17, Representative Pramila Jayapal will introduce her Medicare for All Act of 2023 in the House, while Senator Bernie Sanders simultaneously introduces his Medicare for All Act of 2023 in the Senate. Please watch and listen for the news of this event. To celebrate this exciting event, well, I think it's exciting, I thought I would summarize why we need Medicare for All. Let's start with some sobering information about the U.S. healthcare system. Our current healthcare system causes more than 76,000 preventable deaths and hundreds of thousands of bankruptcies every year. We have the most expensive healthcare system in the world, and our overall health outcomes are the worst when compared to other wealthy nations. Our life expectancy is the shortest, our infant mortality rate is the highest, and our maternal mortality rate is more than three times the rate of most other high-income nations. We are most certainly not getting our money's worth. On a more granular level, people buy smaller houses, take fewer and shorter vacations, and go out to eat less often due to high medical costs. Even worse, 43% of working adults, or 84 million people, are inadequately insured or lack insurance. This causes people to skip or delay care because of high out-of-pocket costs from high deductibles, co-pays, and co-insurance. Insurance companies can have limited networks of doctors that sometimes lack specialists in critical areas. Individuals may have to change doctors if they change insurance companies due to a job change or if their employer changes insurance companies. Sometimes insurance companies drop physicians necessitating a change in doctors. All the different insurance companies and insurance plans cause high administrative costs as doctors and hospitals must spend substantial amounts of money and time figuring out the different billing requirements. In addition, insurance companies are regularly denying care. Sometimes clerks with no medical training make decisions, and sometimes physicians in different specialties make decisions. A recent article exposed how one company allowed doctors to deny claims without even opening the files for review. More than 180 hospitals have closed in the U.S. since 2004, and over 600 more hospitals are at risk of closing. This has caused healthcare deserts in rural areas and poor urban areas. On social media, I have seen the claim that Medicare for All will cause hospitals to close. My printable response to this claim is, are you kidding me? 
what do you think is happening now under our current healthcare system? And this leads me to one reason why we need Medicare for all. Hospitals won't need to close and we can end medical deserts. Hospitals and doctors' practices need to make a profit under our current healthcare system. They can't do that in poor areas or some rural areas because not enough people are insured. Medicare for all would allow resources to be placed where needed and supply necessary funding. While medical deserts wouldn't end right away, Medicare for all would start the process to end them. Medicare for all would also provide many other important benefits. It would end limited networks. Under Medicare for all, you can choose any doctor or hospital. It would always provide coverage. You are always covered under Medicare for all, no matter what your job status or income is. Medicare for all covers all necessary medical care, medical equipment, and prescriptions, including vision, dental, hearing aids, and medical equipment. It allows physicians and their patients to decide the best course of care. No more denials of care by insurance companies. Medicare for all eliminates out-of-pocket costs. No more deductibles, co-pays, or co-insurance. It covers long-term care. Medicare for all increases disposable income for about 95% of households. While the increase in disposable income is dependent on a family's or an individual's current cost of insurance and health care, one economist who has studied this issue calculates that a family that makes $65,000 per year would have an extra $9,750 to spend, a 15% increase in disposable income. Medicare for All provides another important benefit. It would reduce the overall costs spent on health care. According to one study, Medicare for All would save nearly $4.4 trillion over 10 years. That's trillion with a T as in Thomas. Now, some people claim we can't afford Medicare for all. This is false. We can afford Medicare for all. It's our current health care system that we can't afford. For all these reasons and more, we need Medicare for all. It's time to end the needless suffering, the needless deaths, and the needless financial ruin caused by our current health care system. Medicare for all would save lives, save money, and improve health outcomes. We need it now. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Medicare for All Explained. Remember to tell your family, friends, and colleagues about this podcast. Information about Medicare for All Explained can be found at our website, medicareforallexplained.org. The music for this show is Super Bubbly by Jesse Spillane. The logo was created by Lily Sparks. Thank you for listening.